You know, we love hearing from you, so you can join the conversation anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. And when we miss you, we love to check your voicemails. Never miss a call. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, 24-hour voicemail. I just wanted to leave a message for Murphy. Yesterday I heard him talking about being a type 1 diabetic and um, the innovations that have happened with the years with that. Having been type 1 diabetic for most of my life um, and being the parent of a child who's diagnosed at 23 months, I really appreciated all of his comments. And um, when you're one of the few that is like us, there are just lots of... uh, stories that you share it's it's almost like instantly becoming a family member and um i just appreciate him talking about it out loud and that it is not a disease type one of being lazy it is an autoimmune disease and there's a difference thank you thank you i appreciate that and i understand what your frustration is at the end there it thank you for the voicemail that actually is true when i meet somebody with type one it doesn't matter what age they are mm-hmm. um you can pair pumps <laughs> yeah <kinda laughs> yeah I do. do but it is it's a connection you can't describe because unless you're actually living it mm-hmm. it's really weird you discover it's it's an immediate bond mm-hmm. you know and, and so so you it begin sharing all the things that you understand intimately because it's in your face all day long yeah every you can't day. get away from it and especially if you're trying to you know maintain it and y'all know that you've been you know jody you and i've been married for 20 some odd years now you've been with me through the whole thing mm-hmm. and sam you've heard i me. have too <laughs> you have heard you have the too, whole sam. thing here in the studio so different way. Yeah. you know the, fr- the frustrations and all that kind of stuff and so it, it's not something you can change with diet or exercise is what right not type but, one but not the, the advances that with you know the thing is type one and type two can be equally destructive Type one, you get thrown into a situation where you're forced to manage it or you don't live. Yeah. It's not, you know, I mean, type two is a very long, that's why they call it the silent killer. It can linger with its complications and those things for a long time. Mm-hmm. But type one, if you don't get it from the start, the first time you give that very first shot, so you're going to be all in and committed. Yeah. You know, or else. Right, exactly. Yeah. So I really appreciate the voicemail. It's great to hear from you. And I hope that it's amazing to me to hear that your child also has type one also. Months. So anyway, I'm thinking of you. Yeah. Thank you for that. Call us anytime. 877-310-4MSJ. Coming up with Murphy, Sam and Jody. Jody has your first Hollywood Outsider. And coming up next, the food dude going right from diabetes to candy bars. <laughs> Which rock stars are getting in the candy business? Sam's always up on the new eats. He's the food dude. There's some delicious new eats for you. The Rolling Stones are going to start selling their own chocolate bars. And are you serious? In 2022, it's their 60th anniversary. So oh you gosh. know they have that shop that they set up in London. I think it was last year. It's been, it's closed right now because of COVID. They can't have people in and out of it. But yeah. they're going to sell them out of that shop. And also you'll be able to buy it uh, online. Two candy bars. Say, do you what? No, why? Okay. Uh, like, I why candy bars? Don't know. Milk okay. chocolate one is going to be called brown sugar. Okay. Well, they can do See that. the connection here? Yes. Right. And there's going to be a dark chocolate one, too, called Cherry Red after a lyric, and you can't always get what you want. My flavor, cherry red. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And these babies go on sale uh, this Monday, even though it's a year ahead of their 60th anniversary. On the 25th, mm-hmm. they'll be going on sale online if you want to go buy so those. So 60th anniversary as, as being a band. Yeah. Which is amazing in itself, and they're still doing new things 60 yeah. years later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now candy bars.
I'm crazy. hoping they have like the lips on the candy bar. Yeah, well, you know they got to do the the Mick Jagger wax lips for Halloween. <laughs> Why not? I bet they exist already. Yeah, I bet yeah they probably do. so. Uh, Slim Jim's coming out with a new flavor. Murphy, you are going to love this one. <laughs> what? It's Sonic Chili Cheese Coney flavored Slim Jims. Are you serious? Mm, how? Does it have cheese flavor. inside of it? I don't know how they're going to do it, but it's going to be monster size only, which is oh. twice the size of a giant tall Slim Jim. Wow. So it's okay. going to be huge. I uh, don't know when they're coming out with this, but supposedly it's going to be real soon. Look for it in convenience stores. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> I love that one. I uh, got some new coffee creamers for you. Fruity and Cocoa Pebbles. They are now in, in the store. Have you seen them? No, but I knew they were coming. I, yeah. I think you told us about this last year. I would love to try the Fruity Pebble one. You know, it's going to be super fruity and creamy. Yeah, maybe a little too cheesy. It's kind of like spilling coffee in your cereal, huh? Yes, exactly. Uh, and the folks at Goldfish have come out with Pepperidge Farm, a new Goldfish flavor, mm-hmm. uh, f- cheddar and sour cream, which I guess is not that much of a stretch because they already do cheddar. But yeah. they've added sour cream to it. So. Gives it a little bit of a zing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you like cheddar and sour cream chips, here's another way for you to get it. Trending now, Jody's Hollywood Outsider. You know, there's that documentary right now on HBO called Tiger, and it is about Tiger Woods. When Tiger was 10 months old, I unstrapped him out of his high chair one day, and he walked over and hit the ball. I told you I watched the first part of it, mm-hmm. and it's so sad to me that it seemed he had no choice but to play golf. No but choice. do you think, is that the way that they're spinning it? Because Tiger Woods has Maybe. said he doesn't really like the way he's being portrayed in this, right? I know. He doesn't like yeah. it. We'll see. I haven't seen the second part of it yet. But the news was released yesterday that he he underwent a back operation for the fifth time in his life oh. and in his career recently. He's 45 now. He experienced some discomfort while he played the PNC Championship in December. He had a successful procedure to remove a pressurized disc fragment that was pinching his nerve. How you like that? Mm. And so they say he he's but you know he's Tiger. Yeah. Looking forward to a full recovery and coming back out and being Tiger. Wasn't the PNC the one where he played with his son? Yes, he and Charlie were in matching. Like I, I just <laughs> did, did you see that? That was amazing. So they both had cute. the black pants and the red shirt. Yeah. I mean, how do you make Tiger more interesting on the golf course? You add Charlie. Yeah, true. and Charlie when he sunk a putt. They had him doing that the, yeah. the tiger, the, the tiger fist pump. Fist pump, yeah. Coming up next. Apparently there's some new virtual meeting rules for 2021 that you won't want to miss. More Murphy, Sam, and Jody after the show. Come hang out with us for another Murphy, Sam, and Jody after the show podcast. So guys, our boss sent out a little email this week that was um, one of our leaders here. She sent out... Um, how to behave on a virtual meeting. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, didn't we just do pet peeves on you know, this? You know, it's funny. When I first read that, I'm thinking, who was misbehaving? Because behave to me means somebody was acting goofy or doing something stupid. Oh, is the behave in the title? I'm trying to remember if that. Yeah, I guess it mm-hmm. was. It was part of the headline, wasn't it? But she doesn't mean acting goofy. She right. just means... This is how you should do. Yeah. And, and I thought it was a really cool, short, doable list. Number one, keep your camera on. It shows you care and are engaged. I agree with that. And do you know that I've seen two different articles on that? I don't remember where she got this article from. It makes sense. They're going into 2021, kind of a mental reset because everybody's doing these kind of meetings. But um, I also read an article from the Harvard Business Review. Nope. You know, Jody, that's my Dropping names. favorite. <laughs> but they said that you shouldn't pressure your employees to do the camera. 
Oh, because that yeah, which is kind of. Yeah. I mean, I guess there's two sides to that, but to me, again, you wouldn't. The equivalent of that in an in-person meeting is somebody closing their eyes or not paying or attention. Or putting a bag over their head. Right, exactly. Like you're so, there, but you're yeah. not there. So I would agree uh, with that. Uh, you uh, want uh, to make sure that that's people what I are... Think. Yeah. Okay, I agree. I you know, it's really funny, be. though. I don't know if you remember this, Murphy, but the person that sent this email out, there there were times where she's... No camera? ...done whole meetings, not on the camera. <laughs> so oh, really? Funny. Yeah. Okay, plan to be on the call as if you were in person. This goes for preparation, finding a quiet uh, place, and dressing appropriately. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I had to keep muting microphones the other day because there's construction here in the building, and despite the, it needs to be muted. It was funny every time I muted, somebody was unmuting themselves. <laughs> oh, uh, don't say or do anything you wouldn't in front of the person. Boy, that's, that's true. true. Have yeah. you seen? Have you guys seen a lot of that? Um, you know, early on, I saw people not understanding that their facial expressions yeah. were being saw yeah. seen. I mean, I still see that with some people and you have to, t- you know, nicely say after, Hey, yeah. we can see you. When you Every right. now and What's then. funny is that you can see people in person too, but it's almost like the facial expression thing is not a deal. Well, but in person, you know, that they can see me. You're not right. thinking. Yeah. I can see that finger you put up. Okay. I like to say things just to, you know, when Sam's on the other end, just to see if I can get a reaction. Or <laughs> it usually works. Welcome to these meetings. <laughs> Social media connect. All right, from our Facebook page, we were telling you about the um, social media sort of rules that went around the office here from our, you know, one of our leaders, not Murphy this time. Um, Stephanie wanted to chime in. I'm a talker, so when something hits me or I'm asked to to have a comment, I start talking before I unmute myself. I think a lot of people yeah. do that, and then I've that's when you call, that when somebody makes the list of things from those kind of meetings. Stereotypical thing is going to be, hey, you're muted. Yeah, we can't hear you. You're muted. Yeah, it's funny because when we did that Thanksgiving virtual meeting with the family and my mom had gotten on and she didn't know she was muted, my cousin was like, how many families are telling their moms right now, you're muted? Yeah. And I'm thinking millions. Yeah, it's a Zoomer Zoomer first timer thing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so we have some more. Um, Sharon, people who don't mute and keep tapping away on their keyboard... We have some Is of those. Is that a problem for uh, you? Yes, we do, do have, have uh, some of those. And yeah. I do believe it's the person who sent out the rules. <clears throat> oh, really? You remember- well, that's uh, a busy person. We, used, we had get, uh, yeah. another boss here at one time that used to have side conversations while we're conducting a <laughs> yes, Zoom meeting. Right. Somebody would walk into their office and be like, hey, yeah, oh. yeah, I'm on a Zoom meeting right now. What you need? Yeah. Oh, oh my God. It's like, yeah. hello? Yeah. yeah. He would answer his phone, too. I yeah. Think. <laughs> oh, yeah. my gosh. Seriously? Let me call you right back. Okay, um, Lisa says, eating while the camera is on. <laughs> you know what? That's so true. I had a big, messy sandwich one day, mm. and I made sure that I did do that off camera. Actually, you know what? No, I was Greek. It was I was eating Greek, <laughs> and I was spilling my hummus everywhere, So, but I was off camera. I remember that, because I brought you that You Greek. did. Too. What about drinking? Is drinking okay? I don't think anybody is bothered by that. Okay, good. Yeah, uh, I still uh, drink on... Uh, a, a non-alcohol. All <laughs> well, yeah, 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 fun. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Again, people not knowing their camera's on, and the rest of us watching them eat. That's a big <laughs> pet peeve from you on social media. Um, about virtual meetings. Yeah. So good luck. And you can always reach out to us. You know, we love hearing from you on Facebook or Instagram. Coming up, you know, whether you're a, a casual music listener or even a musician, there's a YouTube channel that you definitely need to bookmark and add to your playlist. Cool. That's next. So here's just a fun little diversion for you, especially if you're a music lover and especially if you love, you know, 
really any hits. There's a YouTube channel hosted by a guy. His name is Rick Beato. Sam, I don't know if you've ever heard of him. No. Murphy's obsessed. Hey, everybody. I'm Rick Beato. And today's Everything Music. It's What Makes This Song Great, Episode 99. Mm. The band is the cars, and the song is just what I needed. Coming up next. And that's just one of the... He does this thing, you know, called What Makes This Song Great, but he's got other features. And so he's a producer in Atlanta. He's actually a very well-known producer, and he just breaks down music. And it's not oh. just old stuff. It's anything. It's new stuff. Wish I'd have had this during the Christmas break. Now, <laughs> <laughs> what I'd have been watching. He loves how it's all put together. Yeah. He's a mad fan. He's he's almost he's got two million subscribers now. Mm. And um, so if you really like if you're a music fan and you want to know how songs are broken down by pieces, it's fascinating to watch. And not just for musicians. If you're a musician especially, but you know, the just the way that he breaks things down is cool. So he gives you a little history. Just what I needed was the first single off the car's first album released on June 6, 1978. Mm-hmm. It was written by Rick Ocasek and produced by the great Roy Thomas Baker. He gives you those kind of those backgrounds so that you know what the song is if you've yeah. never heard it before. And the reason he brings up that producer is because that was the producer for Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. Yeah. And so as you will learn in this one that the legendary car song Just What I Needed has the same production elements as the Queen song which is crazy I never knew that but then he also he breaks down the music by track which I just think is so cool those I love yeah you hear different pieces of the songs and then all the great harmony parts right just amazing layered vocals which is very Roy Thomas Baker listen I guess you're just what I needed Isn't that cool? Mm-hmm. I guess you're just what I needed. I needed someone to please. So those, you hear that electric piano. You know, and so we, you don't really get to hear the vocals that up close in the in the total mix of the song. So what amazes know. me about pieces like that is how these producers and the artists hear all this stuff that right. they can put it down and make it all work together. It's like a big layer. And you don't hear it until you break it apart. Right, and then the whole finished product is there. I don't mind you coming here. Uh, Rick Beato's YouTube channel. I just got to give the man a shout out because it's cool stuff. Good news. Jody's good thing. I need some good news, baby. You guys ready for some really cool, a really cool thing that this man is doing? His name is Richard. He lost his class ring in 1986. Murphy, that ring in bells? Yeah, it does ring bells. I actually, I, I mean, I actually lost my class ring, but not in 1986. You lost it? Yeah, you I didn't know you that? had your class ring. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I do. I have it now. You don't remember me telling the story about how it got lost? Uh-uh. No. This is supposed to be Jody's good thing. Sam doesn't say, know real, it either. Let's hear Murphy's bad thing. <laughs> real quick, and then I, I want to hear your good thing story. Now, I was in a parade one time where uh. things were being thrown, and it was just a little bit loose on my hand. And so when I threw some things out to the crowd... My ring went flying with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, about four hours later, somebody called the radio station, and it was a he was like eight years old. Oh, caught my sweet. ring and wanted to make sure I got it back. Man, so you are lucky. What'd you give him? Oh, I, I bought some, brought like him some prizes and things, t shirts and things. I did just to say thank you. I went and sought them out. Okay. Yeah. So and, and, let me guess. Like, the The ring on that hand was throwing stuff, and the other hand was what? Don't. What? No beer? No, nothing. <laughs> of course not. No. Bracing that was himself. Different time, different place. Sam. Okay, so right, Richard so good, good lost story. his class ring in '86, and he's been lo- he had been looking for it 
for years in pawn shops, on eBay, wow. anywhere, anywhere, anywhere. So wait, he lost it 34 or 5 years ago? Yes, and he's still really? looking for it. So anyway, wow. here's the deal. He came across so many other people's rings on those same sites and stuff like that that he thought, I'm going to help other people find their rings. So taking the initials and the dates and all that kind of stuff, he... he he tries to match the rings with their owners because he's on a search for rings and he's finding them. He's just not finding his. That's kind of cool. That's it is very, very cool. cool. He yeah. recently reunited a woman um, in St. Louis with her ring. It was lost in 1979. Huh. Wow. Like, because that's the thing. You lose it, but unless somebody melts that sucker down, yeah. you but, it's got identification yeah. on it. Now, obviously, he's not able to help you if you've lost it in your own house. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> but if true. you sold it or pawned it or whatever, yeah. I guess it's yeah. yeah, I lost mine. Legit lost it. Is this in the flood? I haven't seen it in years. No, that was not, it was not the flood. But anyway. But see, good for him. He's turned into something that is stressful to him to helping other people. That's awesome. Yes. And he still hasn't found his ring. Not yet, but he probably will. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. So Lady Gaga really did impress yesterday when she performed the national anthem at the inauguration. And, um... You know, the performance was fabulous. All of them were, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, She was super proud to be doing that. You could tell. Like, she was smiling through it. There was also a lot of talk about her dress. navy and red gown with this huge flowing skirt and a gold pin because we thought the first time you saw it you were like is that a did you say it was a, asked if it was a chicken or something? Yeah, yeah. it looked like Hunger Games to me. Uh, right, okay. The rest of the world thought that too. It was a dove. It was carry, like a, yeah, it was a dove. Carrying an olive branch. Yeah. But the... Um, but it was yeah, huge. Right, Twitter went crazy with the... Uh, Hey, Lady Gaga serving up some Hunger Games symbolism today. Uh, another tweet. We finally found our mocking Jay at Lady Gaga. She probably didn't mean or intend no, for that. I mean, it was a dove. It was meant for peace. It was peace. a dove for peace. Exactly. Um, Jennifer Lopez also performed, and that was perfect. This land is your land. This land is mine. All live yesterday from the inauguration. From California. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Got a question for you, Jody. Murphy, too. Uh, is it okay to take back something that you've donated to a thrift store? Mm. You know how uh, every year my son Sammy gives the entire family, all the kids, yeah, me Sam. and grandma, he gives me, me, my mom, uh, a shirt. A yeah. family shirt. A family shirt, meaning it says the last It says name. North. Right. Yeah. And, you know, every year it's been some different design or a different shirt, but it's like now... It's about five years into it, so it's like we wait for it. Right, yeah. you know it's coming. It's he, a tradition. Yeah, yeah, he created a tradition. And right? this year, it wasn't a shirt. It was it was sweatpants. Everybody's got oh, that's cool. pants down the side. It says North. Nice. <laughs> so I can wear it with a North shirt. That's kind of cool. I was <laughs> thinking for a minute you were going to say that it was like the Victoria's Secret thing with it written across the back like pink. But maybe not. Ooh. Maybe next year. That's an idea. You can, write it in, you can write it in pink as well, in the color pink. So anyway, you know. If my, that's north, where's south? One of my goals this year is uncluttering, right? Oh, so yes. okay. Yeah. I, over the holidays, I started to unclutter. Yes. Uh, and you're a mad stuff away. unclutterer when you do it. Sarah. And after about two weeks, it's like, 
I could not find one of the North shirts. Oh, no. It's a long sleeve green one. It was last year's shirt. And it's like, oh, my God, I sure hope I didn't do it. And, and I, I, I started to wonder, you know, what are the rules for thrift shops? Because everything I threw away, I didn't throw it away. I bag it up. And when the bag gets full, I bring it in. Uh, and so I gave it to the thrift shop. And I'm thinking, what are the rules? Can you call them and say, I accidentally gave you a, a shirt that I really didn't mean to give you can i have the shirt back yeah you do you have to go looking through I all the you stuff just say that absolutely yeah, right. you might look i did it i accidentally donated books one time and then phoebe's like wait no i needed that for the or a book report or a library yeah. like the library and so i had well to- that was books though this is important okay <laughs> <laughs> so anyway uh, after about two weeks of searching all over it i couldn't find it Luckily, I was putting clothes away in the boys' closets, Jackson and Parker, and there were three green shirts in there, but there should have been two. So I looked, and sure enough, I had put it on a hanger and thrown it in their closet. So your thrift store worries were over. Yeah. Sorry. I guess I wouldn't be the the first one to show up and ask to go through my stuff. Absolutely not. I never even thought about that. You're Mm -hmm. right. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Three things to know today, including uh, President Biden getting to work on his first full day in the White House. Mm -hmm. And what did President Trump leave for him on that desk in the Oval Office? Three things you need to know today. Number one, after being sworn in as the nation's 46th president, Joe Biden returns to work today for his first full day of work at the White House as the president. And he got kind of busy yesterday, actually, also after the inauguration. Yeah. Um, signed 15 executive orders and two other directives, including one that will require face masks and social distancing's, distancing on federal property. Gotcha. Uh, number two today, the word is also that Joe Biden said that President, former President Donald Trump left him a very generous letter before departing the White House. Yeah. He has not shared the contents of that letter yet. He says um, he wants to talk to Trump first. Right. I guess that's how it normally goes. Because I, I can remember seeing letters in the past. It's one of those things that starts circulating and you yeah. can't believe what you're reading. Right. I remember reading the one from W to Obama. Um, the tra- it's a modern tradition and they leave it on the desk in the Oval Office. What's funny about those letters is it's like as vicious as a campaign can get. It's like, okay. The letter is always Hey, man. Yeah. Good luck. I know. We'll see with this one. (laughs) Once we get to see it, if Joe Biden will share it. And number three today, Nestle has recalled more than 700 pounds of Hot Pockets. Why? Because they might contain glass or hard plastic. It's actually labeled by the FDA as a class one recall, uh, meaning high risk. It's for the 12 pack of frozen pepperoni Hot Pockets. pockets. Three things to know today. Coming up, Sam has music news. Yeah, I'm going to let you know who's going to be singing the national anthem at the Super Bowl. It's two artists who have never sung together before. Sam's music news. Well, we now know who's going to be singing the national anthem at the Super Bowl. Who's yeah. that? Uh, it is going to be Eric Church. Okay. That's not one I would have imagined. Me so either. It's going to be... Different. To me, that's a a different one. And by the yeah. way, Jay Z's company is the one putting this again together again yeah. this year. Okay. Eric Church is going to be it's going to be a, a duet. Eric Church and R and B singer Jasmine Sullivan. Well, that's cool. A little collab. <laughs> and then, of course, somebody different sings "America the Beautiful." It's going to be uh, her this year doing "America the Beautiful." Baby, can you focus? We all know who's going to do halftime, right? 
the weekend. The weekend is the halftime yeah. this year. So Even now. It's going to be different. Sort of Super Bowl. That takes care of all the questions of who's singing what for the Super Bowl. Thank That's you. cool. That's a cool line. Heads up. Uh, coming up uh, later on this month, it's going to be the 95th anniversary of the Grand Ole Opry. And, uh, excuse me, next month. 95th. Yeah, 95th. And so they're going to have a big uh, special on CBS, and it's going to be 95 years of the Grand Ole Opry, hosted by Brad Paisley and Blake Shelton. Yeah, the boys around here, drinking that ice. And they're going to have, you know, the usual behind the scenes, the stuff you've never seen before. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The first time people were introduced, because they have this special ceremony when... An artist is performing and they're asked to be in the Opry. Right. It's it's like a Hall of Fame almost kind of thing. Sure. Where some big artist will come off the side of the stage and say, We're we want here. you in. Yeah. And then there's tears and all that. So Love it. we'll probably get a couple of those as well. And Carrie Underwood is uh, working on a new album. You know, she just put the Christmas album out, mm-hmm. which was more of the religious Christmas songs and the traditional stuff. So she said this is going to be an accompaniment album. It's all Christian hymns called My Savior. I wanted to do the traditional songs that I grew up singing. The songs on this album are literally songs that I've heard since birth. Yeah, she's Mm, been singing these. March 26th, My Savior. Same producer that did The Gift, and she says they go side by side. That's going to... Sell. Oh, wow. yeah. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody's got another Hollywood outsider. Coming up next, though, um, our youngest, Phoebe, has a request. And I got to say, it hurts my feelings a little bit. Ooh. Hit us up on Facebook or Instagram, or of course, uh, you can text us or call us anytime. 877 310 4MSJ. Sam, you know, um, our youngest daughter, Murphy and I's youngest daughter, Phoebe. Phoebes has a birthday coming up. Yeah. And once that birthday comes and goes in a couple of weeks, she's also able to get her driver's license. That's right. And she has not been driving as much lately because she's been doing, she's chosen to do virtual school mm-hmm. uh, this semester. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how COVID goes. You know. How yeah. Maddie's hadn't been driving a lot lately. Right. And she I was mean, ready. She, she's raring yeah, to go. Yeah. Um, so I was mentioning, yeah, I'm going to schedule your test soon so you can get your license. And she said, you know, I need to, I need to get out and and drive more. I'm like, I know. I said, we'll go. And she said, you know, I need to ride. I need to drive with dad. (laughs) And I'm like, I know, I know. And I said, Phoebe, I'm sorry. I'm not a good passenger. The thing is, you've been, you posted pictures of y'all right before the holiday, Christmas holiday. I've written with her a lot. I I hate doing it. I thought you did. I thought you said that it's becoming more comfortable for you as time goes on. It's still not. I, I, you have trouble no, still in the passenger I'm not, seat. I'm not a good passenger, even with a, an experienced driver. You guys know that. Are you making noises and stuff? Yes. Oh, oh, oh. I mean, I'm just not good. So I, I mean, I'm just I'm not going to try to defend it. I'm just going to own it and say I'm sorry, Phoebe. I'm not a good passenger. And she said that she said you're a good teacher. She's just not a good passenger, and it makes me nervous. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, Dad will take you. Yeah, I had the duty practice. of you know for both girls, and which is fine. I mean, I wouldn't have traded that for anything. You know, Jody missed us running over a stop sign once, and a few <laughs> other little indiscretions that happen when teaching. Yeah, both of them drive. mom doesn't but, know. To- but you know, uh, it's I, I have. I don't know if you've noticed. Even when I'm driving, I'm more relaxed about your reactions now. I'm like, it's just Jody, so it's fine. If she's going to eat and she's going <sighs> to irk and she's going to grab the handle at the I'm top sorry. right, and then the fake brake on your side and <laughs> the fake steering wheel on your side, I don't do all the steering things. wheel. I sit yeah. and I'm. I try How many to- more years of this are you going to do it? <laughs> It's just one of my faults. I know. It's okay. But at least she, you know, broke it to me gently. Yeah, the fake break. Next. 
Jody's Hollywood outsider. We'll tell you who did and did not get pardons um, as President Trump left the White House yesterday. Trending now. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. So in President Trump's last day in office, he had some pardons to throw down. Yeah. And he certainly did. Uh, it was a good day for Lil Wayne. He got pardoned. He was facing up to 10 years in prison after pleading guilty to a gun charge mm-hmm. uh, last month. And he uh, he was pardoned. So yeah. he was super excited about that. The big other, uh, I guess you'd say high profile pardon that, that the world happen. was watching for was Tiger King. Joe Exotic. He actually had a limo waiting and a hairdresser and a stylist. <laughs> he so did. Of because he, he didn't want to come out of prison looking, looking like disheveled. So he was going to go somewhere, get all fixed up, and then show everybody. And be all fixed up the way we were used to seeing yeah. him. Anyway, but, he did not get pardoned. And um, his arch nemesis, Carol Baskin, told BuzzFeed that she was breathing a sigh of relief. Arch nemesis. Jump in with us and join the conversation anytime. 877-310-4MSJ. How are you, Jill? Good. I'm calling about the teenage drivers. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I have four kids. Wow. Okay? Mm-hmm. Three boys and a girl. Mm-hmm. The oldest one, they're all three years apart. So the oldest one is 29. The youngest one's 19. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you what, it never gets any easier to watch them pull away from your house. Yeah. Jill, that's not what I it wanted to hear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Not what I was looking but for. It does, especially... Yeah. But I do want to tell you, you may want to look into... I heard you had the rule that no friends could be in the car. Not yet. Ohio Not did yet. have the rule mm-hmm. that you couldn't have anyone in your car that was not family. Right. If you were only 16. So I don't know if that law still abides, but I'm going to tell you what, I'm thankful my kids are nothing like I was. Oh, God. <laughs> truth bomb right there. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. But it's really, it's, it feels so unnatural. It, it does. And, you know, it's like. You just don't want them ever to grow up. No. No, you don't. Mm. Although that's the job. That's why it's so hard. But you know what? It does get easier with the kids. You know, you have two, I have four. It was so nice. I actually had time to spend at home because they could travel themselves. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Bittersweet. (laughs) Yeah, everything about it's bittersweet. (laughs) And it's so different from when we grew up, too. You know, now the kids have the cell phones and that um, Mm -hmm. 360 tracker. Yeah. Our our youngest one was being a daughter. um, When Mm -hmm. she went to college, she had a chance to go on a trip. And I told her the only way she could go on this trip with school was to get that on there. And, you know, that was almost two years ago. She'll be 20 this month. And she is not taking it off. Aww. And I'm going to tell you what, it is really nice. But yeah, I listen to you guys every morning, and it's like I just decided I was going to call in finally. Thank you. <laughs> well, thank thank you. you so much, Jill. Thanks, I appreciate Jill. it. Look, call us anytime. All right. You guys have a great day. You too. Appreciate you. I love hearing from you. You know, so Taylor has been driving now for three years, and she still has Live 360 on her phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Phoebe's. I guess I wonder how we're going to feel the first time she drives out oh, I can't by herself. Even. I think it's going to be that same feeling I had when Taylor Horrible. drove out the first time. You Horrible. Know? <laughs> yeah. But we hear you, Jill. Thank you for the call. 877-310-4MSJ to join us anytime. Jody, your good thing story this morning was about a guy who, because he's lost his class ring 30 plus years ago. Is, Still looking. He's looking for it, but he's in. He's, he's been able to help other people locate theirs, which is very cool. He's finding others, so yeah. he once he finds one, he'll try to track down the owner. Mm-hmm. And there's, you know, info on the ring, so. But that brought the question to mind for me. I wore my high school class ring probably midway through my 20s because I just loved the ring, you know? 
is how how long is too long to wear a high school ring? Well, the real answer there is it's never. High school? No, the real answer is wear what you want when you want. But Sam's answer is? I wore mine to college. Yeah. And I think it, well, I didn't even make it through the first semester. And Before you it. took it off? Yeah, because it's like, we're in college now. Put away you your high school celebrate high stuff. school in college. Yeah. Yeah. That okay. makes, I mean, that makes sense. Murphy uh, loved his high school and celebrated it into his 20s. I yeah. did, yeah, exactly. Now, this ring won't fit on my finger anymore, so it's a non-issue, but, yeah. you know. You wear it around a, on a chain around your neck. <laughs> <laughs> Great.